Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day to you, Don Davenport. Taking over the uh, the driver's chair today a little mm-hmm. bit. Mayor's not here. Brent Doherty is uh, sitting on the IR for now. Temporary, but lost his voice. He's on voice rest. Yeah, his, vo- his voice box is on IR. His voice box is on IR. Sitting IR. on ice. Yes, you can always uh, ask our good buddy Buck Rising when he's coming back off of IR. For those that don't know that story, who mm-hmm. was it now? I don't even remember. Who was the player that was on IR that everybody kept asking him about? Um, oh, my gosh. Tweet me at Don Davenport TN. I, ju- I just went blank. I mean, it was a couple of years ago. I want to say it was pre-COVID. Oh, wow. When is... You mentioned it plenty of times, though. Who was it? Uh, hit me up. I know our listeners will yeah. remind me. Anyway, welcome in. Three HL is going to drive me absolutely <laughs> nuts. Uh, you can... Uh, catch us along with Joe Huck, who is behind the glass, and the man, the myth, the legend, Ron Slays here. I'm in the hey. building. I'm in the building. Hey, I'm in the building. 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 So that's a Rhett B masterpiece right there. Yes. Uh, with Titans Radio, if you don't know, yeah, Rhett does a great job. The executive producer of Titans Radio, he put that together for Slay. He also put the uh, the other one that's uh, kind of like a, a Victory Remix. Monday or a yep. Friday, like hype intro together. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's brilliant creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, Malcolm Butler, come on, Davenport. Malcolm, Malcolm Butler, Butler, there you go, that's, That gives you an idea of how long ago it was. Malcolm <laughs> Butler on <laughs> IR. So it became a thing that everybody asked and tweeted at Buck Rising when Malcolm Butler was coming back off of IR. Like, even yeah. to the point when Malcolm Butler's, like, not on the Titans team anymore. <laughs> it, yeah. it became Still a thing. So now you need to ask Buck Rising. Yeah. When the mayor's coming back. Yeah, off when will he get his voice back? Yes. So back to Rhett B. He put together, he he he's so creative, puts together mm. all of the Titans radio stuff. Uh, you got a little glimpse, yes. a little preview into the intro for the Titans playoff run. Hey, man. I, I tell you, listen, I call him Gordy B for a reason, man. Red Gordy B, this dude here is phenomenal on the board. Now, he let me hear a little bit of it when I came in to do the sleigh ride, but it was in pieces. He hadn't put it together, hadn't put the music on it, um, hadn't finished it all the way up. Man, I'm telling you right now, that dude works wonders behind that board. And this right here, people, I can guarantee, guarantee it's going to give you chill bumps. I can, I can promise you that. Especially running through the offense, but when he when he gets to that defense, man, I, I don't even want to spoil it. Just make sure you listen to me because it's, it's serious. It's serious. Oh, it's so serious. I love it. You, job, you always say that defense is nasty. Nasty. Uh, we were talking about Super Bowl predictions and what the FPI and the stats and the numbers all say. Uh, <laughs> it seems like everybody's pretty sold on Aaron Rodgers uh, and Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, Ramon was t- chiming in, too. He said Adore Jackson. Also. Adore Jackson was yes. another one. <laughs> yeah, I, my Twitter yeah. feed is a mix of Malcolm Butler and Adore, <laughs> Adore Jackson. Jackson yeah. You know what it is? It's kind of the same as people who are picking the Titans and the Chiefs mm-hmm. to be in the Super Bowl. They're, I feel like it's a Point 50-50 off. split yeah. of what kind of the national experts think as far as a Super Bowl matchup. So yeah. uh, if you want to weigh in, 615-737-1045. You can also jump into the 104.5 The Zone chat mm-hmm. and watch us on Twitter, Instagram, 
Facebook still, I think. I yep. don't know. Yes. Yeah, that. Uh, Twitch. Twitch, please. Thank you. Uh, all of that. Jump in. And you can uh, see what goes on in the studio as well. Right. We'd love to take your calls. We're also going to jump into had a um, listener send us uh, and ask our thoughts on audio. Uh, who was it? Uh, Ethan, Ethan. Ethan, I think. Yep. Sent us uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, the the Oregon player. Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, some people saying he's top draft pick kind of guy. But no. um, anyway, he he's had audio oh yeah he's ridiculous you want to talk about bend that guy has it um anyway so send us audio of him kind of talking about why he chose oregon and not alabama it was it's really fascinating i think it sparks a great conversation so we're going to play that audio coming up in the next segment and kind of hit on that because it plays into the bigger conversation i think of recruiting and what's going on in college football right now right um and and if you don't know Kayvon Thibodeau and, and maybe you haven't paid a ton of attention because he, you know, he played for played for Oregon. He's not in the SEC, so he's right. not really in this footprint of college football. Um, but dude is one, a beast two a really fascinating and mm-hmm. interesting player. I, I worked an Oregon game this yes, year, so got to kind of talk to his teammates and be around him and kind of just get a feel for the kind of guy he is. Um, so you we'll, have two of their games? No, I only have one Oregon. Oregon and UCLA. Yep. Okay. Um, so we can jump into that conversation because I do think it's interesting. I thought it was a little bit of a knock on the South yeah. in general and certainly Alabama as a school program, yep. <laughs> education-wise, all yep. of that. So mm-hmm. 615-737-1045. Let's take some of your calls now. We've got some people on hold who want to chat. And we'll start in Goodlettsville with Samuel talking about the Super Bowl. Hey, Samuel, how are you? I'm doing fabulous. However, when it comes to the Super Bowl, it will be the Packers and the Titans facing off. Hey, And it doesn't matter that Derrick Henry's back to the Titans. Derrick Henry may be the, t- the king of running backs. The king of whatever you want to say, but he is not the king of the North. The king of the North is Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, and they will whoop the Titans. Hey. Home to Tennessee. I know I sound like a traitor. I'm not. I support the Preds. I support the Vols. I support the Grizzlies a little bit. I just, my love for football is with the Green Bay Packers. Hey. Wow. So why are you a Packers fan? (laughs) Yeah, here. Well, uh, I used to just be a football fan, and then my cousin gave me a Packers jersey at Christmas. So I was basically uh, selected. <laughs> you were drafted into the, into so the can Packers. Can I give you a Titans fan. jersey? And yeah, that's a great oh, question. We'll suck you over to this side? Nope, I've been here for too long. <laughs> way too much money. Bro, I've, I've got a Mariota jersey. I will just hand to it's you. Mariota. It's Mariota. It's yeah. Mariota when he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got hey, I got Reebok signed by Aaron Jones and Kenny Clark, so okay, it it's done. Aaron Rodgers done. MVP. I'm guessing your take is yes, unless they unless they can give it to Derrick Henry somehow. <laughs> well, I like it. There you go. Okay, you just endeared yourself to all the Titans fans. Thanks, go. Samuel. Thanks Appreciate for the call. It, um, that oh. Sammy loves cheese. Maybe that's what it is. Listen, Sammy. Hey man, we we salute you, man. But yeah, guess what? Trash Talk Friday is is, is quickly approaching, and um, be that careful. would be a fun matchup. Yeah, be and I think it'll be great, great matchup, and like, a good matchup for the Titans. Yes, indeed. Not to, I mean, not we're not looking ahead. No, not at all. But I do think 
that it would be a good matchup. Oh, phone lines lit up. Oh, they yeah, want they want to respond to Sammy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Tight fans, tight fans. Y'all hear this? Man, y'all got somebody in the backyard out here with a cheese head on. Man, like, who let the cheese in the backyard, man? We're gonna check in. Uh, <laughs> let's check in in Franklin. Austin is on the line. Let's talk Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. Hey, Austin. Hey guys, I just want to say that Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback, and He's no Aaron Rodgers, but he's got the mobility, mm-hmm. he's got the arm power, and he can he can do some serious damage. Love it. Love that. So you're comfortable with <laughs> him coming into these playoffs, right? Where he is. Absolutely. He Love is it. he's got the potential to be somebody great. Okay. Especially with Derrick Henry and AJ Brown and Julio Jones yeah. around. I yeah. will say that. And yes, mm-hmm. he is no Aaron Rodgers. And we talked about it. You saw when he lost his weapons, when he lost his protection. Um, he was a very different quarterback. I mean, it's expected, right? Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. different quarterback. But uh, as he said, I never lost my mojo, but it certainly seems like it's back right now. If you look at Ryan Tannehill's stats, even for the last three games, even just just strictly, and, and I know you can't tell everything from quarterback rating, but strictly in his QB rating in the last three games, Niners, Dolphins, Texans, all of them over 105 mm-hmm. um, quarterback rating wise. So we'll jump in with your calls. If you want to uh, contribute to this Wednesday edition of 3HL, it's 615-737-1045. We'll jump in on that Kayvon Thibodeau uh, sound. If you're an Alabama fan, you certainly, certainly want yeah. to hear that. Um, and we'll also continue to take your calls. If you want to talk Titans, Bubba, hang in there. We will get to you as well. This oh, is 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back in 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Happy hump day to you. You are almost to the end of the week. You can hang out with the family. Mm-hmm. Get your family time in, your kids time in this weekend, and then Why? next weekend it's on. It's on for a big, nice, hopefully Titans run. Yes, Babs. Since we're talking about home, home team people, home teams, um, people from Nashville, can I give a little quick shout out, real quick? Sure. All right, this is what I want to do, people, and I want you to pay close attention. Um, Darius Garland. Everybody knows Darius Garland played yep. at Greenwood Academy. Um, Unfortunately, we didn't get to see him a whole lot at Vanderbilt. At Vandy, exactly. But <laughs> <Got> now <injured. laughs> with the um, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they're doing really well, and Darius is up for an all-star voting. So he is right there on the cusp. I think if Nashville tapped in, they could get him over the edge, and we would have us an all-star in Darius Garland. So people go to vote.nba.com slash undefined, and you can do the NBA all-star voting. Vote as many times as you want to. The voting ends January 22nd at 12 a.m. So there are days that the votes double if you vote. I'm going to get that information for you and give it to you throughout the next couple of weeks. So let's put one of our own in the NBA All-Star game. Love it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Hey, there's a perfect example of, you know, how I'm I'm calling bunk on the whole, oh, if so-and-so didn't get hurt at Alabama. <laughs> right. right. Uh, there's a perfect example. If Darius Garland didn't get hurt early in the season yeah. for Vanderbilt, then maybe they would have won more yeah. games. Yeah, there you go. Or That's won, it. Shoot, won what? A game that yeah, year? <laughs> exactly. exactly. In the SEC, that was, a, Ooh, that was a rough year. I'm sorry. Real quick, Baz, my bad. What? Um, 
upcoming days where the votes count twice. Yes. Tomorrow, January 13th, people, go in there and vote for Darius Garland. The vote counts twice on January 13th. Again, on January 17th and January 20th, I'll remind you of those days. We missed one already Friday, January 7th. But Thursday, January 13th, trust and believe, go and vote. NBA All-Star voting for Darius Garland and get him up there. Perfect. All right, we'll play Kayvon Thibodeau in a second. But real quick, we'll finish up phone calls talking Titans and Super Bowl. We'll start with Bubba and Dixon. Hey, Bubba. Oh, if so-and-so didn't get hurt, Alabama would have won. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, no, Bubba's know an Alabama fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I am. Hey, they, hey listen, I will Your say Your daughter this. has seen the light, though. But go ahead, Bubba. But I will say that. Uh, Ron, stop, man. Okay, yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, no. Sorry. She, she wears orange. I, wear, I mean, everybody, everybody's all over the board. My wife came in with a George shirt yesterday. Oh, wow. What am I going to do? Man, what's what going on in the household, Bubba? Oh, I have no idea. All I'll say is. If Justin Bennett comes to Nashville, I'm going to buy that man a beer because he was drunk and he was all get out this morning. Right. I mean, it was, I can't I'm believe they to, let him on air. Well, you, I, I would, but all I'm saying is, hey, listen, I'm trying to, buy, I'm about to get my grill going. We, we're ready to make dinner night. <laughs> but I just want y'all's opinion. And, and I was wondering, Titans are going to win it. I, I just have no doubt in that. But who do y'all want to see? Like, I, I've heard – I mean, I listen every day. Thank you, Arthur Smith's dad, for the job. But, hey, I get to listen to all of 104.5 every day. But who – what team do you guys mm-hmm. want to see? Because I think they match up and they can beat anybody they want to that comes – I mean, Aaron Rodgers, really? Right. Man, I'll buy a contributor from that dude over on Demumbrian. But what I'm saying <laughs> is I think they could beat them all. But who do you guys want to see next weekend? Like, who do you uh. think matches up well? Okay. Um I think man, you know what? It's a great question. Yeah, that is a great question. Um we've like coach Max said, we've seen the Bills and the Patriots. We've seen um the Chiefs. I definitely think you do not want to see the Bengals, right? Yeah, I, I, like, like that's I don't right want there. to see a team that's rolling right now. And there's a, a wild card like that. Like man, for one game, for all the marbles and the way Joe Burrow can get hot and those weapons that he has, man, it could. Now, like, I, continuing, I'm always going to say the defense is nasty without question. But when looking at it, man, them boys, man, they're explosive. Like, sheesh. The things they do, man, it, it gets serious with uh, Cincinnati. Honestly, I would hope that <laughs> I, would, I would like to see the Raiders. I, I honestly would like to see the Raiders. I think if the um, – the Patriots could beat the Bills. Me and a partner of mine, Carlos Watkins, man, a tight, a tighten, tighten up himself. Uh, former high school running back, you know, played football at Pearl Cone, Firebird. Um, he, was, he called me the other day when we were coming into the show, and he was like, man, what if we got to see the Raiders beat the Bengals, the Patriots beat the Bills, and the Steelers upset the Chiefs? Like, it would play out beautiful for the Titans to have a nice road not saying any game is going to be easy, but man, favorable on paper. Um, going into it, do you playoffs. want do you want the Raiders or do you want to get revenge on the Patriots and Steelers for having to go into their stadiums with basically three of your four tires blown? I, I'm not I'm not messed up with the Patriots. I'm not messed up with the Patriots. But if I had to pick one, wait, wait, what well, does that mean? I'm not messed up with um, seeing the Patriots. Like you're you're okay with seeing the Pats? Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred. Because it's a I, man. This I agree. I, like, and I I think what Hunk just hit it on the head. Like you got to go in there, man. Man, the Titans were trying to get to the bye week. 
Like, I don't know if people have seen the meme um, where the the runner in the, I forgot what marathon it was, but they were cramping so bad they had to crawl. Yeah. Crawl to the it's, finish line. It was line. like Lightning McQueen in the first car. There you like go. You're just wheels it's, blown. Exactly. You're just trying to get it's, to the line. Hey, man, the Titans needed to get to the bye week so bad. It was ridiculous. And the Patriots honestly took advantage of that, which they should have. I mean, ain't no, hey, ain't, no, ain't nobody crying for nobody. Ain't nobody caring. But see this team fully loaded in this stadium? Tuh. Hey, boy. Ooh. Ooh. I. And the Patriots were hot when they went and faced yes, the, they were. the Titans, where they're not right now. I'm going to tell you right now, if that's the matchup, Patriots don't get over 10 points. And I'm going to stand on it. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, there you go. Car ain't got no roof. We got my friends, baby. Car ain't got no roof. We be in the city. Man, come on, Mac Jones. Man, come on, Mac Jones. Let's hit, uh, let's... Hey, hold on. Boy, hey, keep me. Oh, my God. Something in my body. I'm telling you. It's a. Wait till next week. It's a bye week. I was going to say. Yeah, Hunk, bye did week. It? Leave me alone, no. Hunk. Leave my string alone. Pour my string. No. Let's go to uh, Chris in the borough so we can hit uh, Kayvon Thibodeau stuff since we teased it. So, all right, okay. Chris in the borough. How are hey. you? I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. Don, I have a question for you. Would you rather have an elite quarterback that is all about himself, a.k.a. A- Aaron Rodgers, the D-bag Rodgers, or would you rather have a quarterback that is all about laying it all on the field and all about the team? The thing the Titans have that they have in common with the National Predators is it's a team. They play as a team. You fight one of us, you got to fight us all. And that's why the Titans are the best team in the NFL. The Predators are the best team right now in the Western Conference, and they're going to continue to dominate. And then they um, are going to go to the Super Bowl. So I was just curious, which one would you rather have? A Tannehill that lays all on the field for his team first or a selfish quarterback that's elite? Well, Uh, I want the one that's going to give me a Super Bowl, honestly. Let's say they have the same weapons, right? Yeah. Same weapons. Yeah. And you're giving me the Tannehill that throws four picks. Yeah. I'm going with the selfish D-back. I mean, I am. I'm not going to tell. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. But I do understand what you're saying, how powerful it is to to have a team that plays as a team Mm -hmm. that believes in each other Mm -hmm. like that, to that. You know, hey, we're the, we're the underdog. Nobody, if we stick together, nobody can beat. I understand how powerful that, that is. is. Yeah. That's yeah. powerful. Nothing like it. But but at the end of the day, you're talking about a Hall of Famer, elite, elite quarterback. Now, see, when, and when you ask a question like that, you got to be ready to say, man, let me take my emotions and feelings out of it. Mm-hmm. And you just take the two players, not for... I, not for anything off the field or the way they treat anybody, the way they talk to media, just talking about pure talent and playing ability. I, I think it's a no-brainer in that situation. But, see, you're also talking to someone who, like, I don't care if I like my president. Yeah, you, yeah. Let's get care. the job done. What's, just do, yeah, do your job. job, get the job done. Yeah. I don't have to like you. And you said it before Like, I season. don't care if I like my head coach of yeah. my team as a person. Mm-hmm. I don't care if... You're a jerk. Just do your job. You and said treat it before the, kids the season, right. perhaps. 
you said, like, when it came up, Aaron Rodgers was talking about sitting out where they trade him, and the question came up, man, would you would you like him here? You immediately said no. No, we don't, we don't know. I mean, yeah, but no. Like, we all right. I, so, I don't just think that was an agreement across the board it was. with the show. Yeah, Because it was, was going to be a locker room distraction. You knew exactly what it was like. And he's going to come. He, playing MVP level. It's just, we straight. <laughs> we'll see him in Super Bowl. Uh, speaking of college, let's talk about um, Ethan had sent us this audio yes. um, where this was on, I think, a college football on Fox. Kayvon it was actually Thibodeau. during the game. It was during the national championship. Oh, it was a halftime, wasn't it? If you look at the video, it says third quarter, first and oh. 10. It had the countdown. It was nine to six. Yeah. Oh, that was during the game. So that was their counter programming, yes. I guess, to tell all of ESPN's millions. Of mm-hmm. the, I didn't even know they were doing that. Yeah. How about that? Nobody knew. Um, anyway, so Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, here's what he said on why Oregon set him up for success better than Alabama in his mind. If I gave you a fishing pole, would you know how to use it? No. I don't fish. You don't fish. So if I've never learned or if, if school has never been important to me or a job or, or a career has never been important until I was done playing football, how would I know how to go get a career or a job? This is Kayvon, That's by a great the way. point. Yeah. I, won't. I think it's been, it's been one of my arguments for a long time that we don't have, have mandatory financial planning classes in you know like and it's for, not even, for every kid in college football they should be in in classes that teach them how to operate their finances and things you, of that you know what i sat back and i thought about i thought about it and i said what world do i want to be a part of literally <laughs> I, I sat back and said if i go to alabama i'm gonna win national championships literally i said but do i want to be a guy who's known to be a, a national championship winner or do i want to be a guy who's known for being a part of the greatest organization in the world. You know what I mean? And f- what people don't realize is that football is an American sport. So no matter how great Alabama is, we'll only play football in America and maybe a couple Canada and a couple other places. But a brand like Nike, I mean, for me, it was like, what, what brand associations do I want to be tied to? Sure. You know what I mean? And for me, I, I already hate the stigmatism of, of football players being dumb jocks. Totally. So now, do you know what the stigmatism of, of Alabama education? It ain't the West Coast. No. You know I mean? It ain't, no, I, I it ain't Harvard. No. No, I, I, I it ain't Harvard, I, 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 but Oregon's not I'm Harvard either. College for three years. Like I said, if I would have went to Alabama, I pro- I, one, I probably would still be there, and we wouldn't be sitting here today. Two, I probably wouldn't have graduated yet. And three, I don't know if my degree would mean anything. Hmm. And there's no guarantee. I think Oregon might be the only place where you are guaranteed. And it's not, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a guarantee. Yeah, slow down. But there is a 90% chance that if you want to, a Nike opportunity is there. Mm. And, and there's a guarantee that if you That's play true. Right. Oregon, yeah. you can work in the corporate Nike world. That's a guarantee. And Phil Knight, I could call him and he'd, get, he'd say that today. Yeah. Why? Because he's so invested in the future. Guess what? That part's probably a hundred percent accurate. Last part, you spot on, bro. And that, and and all the gear you get, and all yeah. of that. That's. I will say. Let me say this real quick before you jump in on it. Okay. About Kayvon Thibodeau, he's unique. Yeah. He's super intelligent. Mm-hmm. I mean, like off the chart smart. Yes. He uh, it, and I. I just know some of these things from talking to his teammates when I worked that Oregon game. Obviously, he was a big 
topic of conversation because of the kind of player he is. And he he absolutely wrecked that game that I worked to. He was ridiculous in that game. But he is extremely intelligent. He's very unique. He loves reading. Like when he came in and sat down uh, with Mario Cristobal, he didn't want to necessarily talk ball. He wanted to talk about the other opportunities as far as education and some of the things he could do to broaden his horizons and his mind um, and to like intellectually challenge himself. Like he had those conversations with his football coach. So he's mm-hmm. he is next level uh, from from that standpoint. He wants like. I mean, he plays chess. He reads a lot. Like, he's just, he's a very fascinating and interesting young man. Right. So, I wasn't surprised when I heard some of the stuff he said. But I also felt like he was talking about the the stigmatism, you know, basically mm-hmm. the stereotype mm-hmm. of college athletes and I all that. It. But basically what he was doing was playing straight into a stereotype about the South right. and Alabama. Right. And, and saying, well, that education's not West Coast. Really? Mm-hmm. Now the whole he's dead on on the Nike stuff. That's yeah, my take. Without on it. question, dead on. But you have rich alums that are CEOs that own companies that have started companies from every single SEC school that loves their college football that will certainly interview or take care of or whatever athletes from those universities. Without question, if they fit, everybody knows. Mine and Dawn's fandom, but do you know yes. what kind of school Alabama is? Like when you talk about Auburn, Auburn's an agricultural school. Correct. What kind of school is Alabama? I think it's I a know. business school, isn't it? It's a law school. Law school. There, so, they I mean, have one of the best law programs in the Southeast. Yeah. yeah. And that that does carry weight. Well, I mean, and here's the deal, and you can speak to this too, Slay, with Tennessee. Yeah, engineer. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for a fact that Auburn has numerous programs in place to help student athletes understand what life is outside of your sport. Now, granted, mine's different. I knew I wasn't going to go play professionally Mm -hmm. volleyball and make a living off of it, Mm -hmm. right? I knew that was never happening. So I was in a different position as an athlete in college. But I know for a fact that Auburn had numerous programs in place for football players so that they could understand life after ball was over, whether that was five years from then or right. 10 years from then, right. you know? And I know Nick Saban is huge on that because Nick Saban, for as much crap as people like to give him, uh, you saw the relationship part of it at the end of that national yes. championship. You saw that side of Nick Saban. I just remember sitting in a coach's meeting with Nick Saban and taking his some of his comments. I mean, it was like life advice. It wasn't football mm-hmm. advice. Mm-hmm. So I think it's unfair for KT to sit here and say, well, you know, Oregon's one of the only places where, you know, you could do more. I wouldn't have got that at Alabama. That's certainly not the case. Nick Saban has brought in, I mean, everybody from, you know, Kobe Bryant right. to the, you know, CEO mm-hmm. of who knows what company to talk to his players to provide life lessons, yeah. not just football lessons. And then and they also brought in prime examples such as an Inky Johnson where you can see when it stops, it stops. Now right. what are you going to do? So I think, like you said, Babs, there's so much stuff that's in place and to think that it's not would be ignorant. Now, is it enough in place for players outside of the ones that are going to be a top 10 pick? 
Now, that's where the question needs to be asked. So, remember, mm-hmm. we also asked Commissioner Sankey that before when all this Big 12 things and Texas and Oklahoma, at the end of that, ask him, like, what what do we have in place for the players in the SEC? Not necessarily for one particular college, but the SEC as a whole for people to transition back to reality and things of that nature. And he said, yeah, we got such and such, this, that, and the other, uh, but I would love to continue this conversation. So, not only is it up to the school of choice, but that conference also. So right. it's an umbrella, and everybody should fall under it. But to think that how will I have, how will I know how and where to go get a job, like you said, Babs, is plenty of people. Now, if you're going to be a recluse and stay in the closet and in your dorm room and not get out and socialize to anybody, when you go to these dinners and you got to put the blaze on and shake hands and this, that, and other. Take advantage and of opportunities. Of, yeah, it's four of you sitting at the table with Fortune 500 company owners. Like, I mean, this is all over the nation. Right. It's ma- The magnitude of it is different at every school. You chose Nike. You said that's what was good for you. It may not be good for the guy at the end of the sitting at the end of the bench. Yeah. What about him? You know what I'm saying? Can he call Phil Knight? <laughs> Are you still going to remember him, Kayvon, after um, you've been played five years in the league? Can he still pick up your phone? Hey, Kayvon, man, I need you to hit Phil Knight up for me. I need to ju- Wait a minute. What about him? You know what I'm saying? So you got to speak for you mm-hmm. and not speak in general like that. Like, it, that, nah, I ain't really feel that. But he was spot on with the Nike thing at the end of it. So. I mean, it was a nice little advertisement for Oregon recruiting right yeah. now, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> At yeah. least, and yep. and I expect I expect every player to speak like that. I remember mm-hmm. talking to Derrick Henry about Alabama, um, and and why it was special and yeah. why they turn out NFL players. And I remember the passion in his voice when yeah. he talked about his alma mater. I expect every single football player to speak about their program like Kayvon Thibodeau spoke about Oregon. That's what it's you know? about, Babs. I'm, you looking at one. Like, when I came back and basketball was over, we were living in L.A., and I was like, hey, man, we hey, we got to get back down south. And she like, Chris, like, why? You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> man, that's where my roots at. Like, I've established, I went to the University of Tennessee. Like, I got to use resources. I can't use them in L.A. Yes, yeah, something out <laughs> there, but... Don't it They're look like, better UT? being in Tennessee? What's you UT? What is that Texas? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. So, yeah. hey, man, it's, it's yeah. so much more. This is a whole conversation now, people. We, we, you know I'm an Auburn too. fan, but I'm just saying I'd rather live in Tuscaloosa than Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> like, That's I'm, all I'm, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> 3HL, coming back. We'll wrap up the show if you want to jump in on this conversation. 615-737-1045. Love to hear your opinion on Kayvon Thibodeau and that conversation as well. This is 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back in on this Wednesday, 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Thanks for everyone hanging out with us and participating today. Don Davenport, Ron Slay, Brent Doherty. I don't know if he'll be back tomorrow. Maybe Buck Rising knows when he's back off the IR, but uh, was losing his voice. So we put him on vocal rest, vocal bed rest. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll put a search party out for his voice. That's right. So hopefully... Uh, He'll be back soon or shortly. Before we go, let's go ahead and wrap up this uh, Kayvon Thibodeau conversation. Okay. Carson in Nashville wants to weigh in. Carson, hey, how are you? What up, Carson? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Good. Um, I'm not a fan of Alabama, Oregon, just non-biased here, but I don't think it's a very good look for 
a uh, sportscaster bragging about his education, talking about the, quote, stigmatism of a jock being dumb. And a stigmatism is a medical condition with your eye. A stigma is a negative connotation with a group. So I don't think it's a point that was very well made. I'll hang up and let y'all talk about it. Real quick, yeah. real quick before you hunt. Uh, okay, you're probably already gone. But he, um, was Kayvon, you know, Kayvon is a, um, he's a player. Yeah. He's getting ready for the draft. So I don't. Kayvon is <clears> the, the get, uh, player that was talking about that. Yeah. But yeah, he said astigmatism. What he meant was yeah, stigma. Meant, yeah. and, and really what he meant was stereotype. Right. Um, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, don't, don't think that, um, don't get it confused that that was the analyst or. No, that quarter. was not the analyst. Yeah, that was, that was that Thibodeau. Was, it, it wasn't Joe Klatt that was saying yeah, that. There that was, yeah, no, himself. that was Kayvon Thibodeau, mm-hmm. who um, is a, a yeah, that would be defensive a edge look. guy. You'll you'll <laughs> see a lot of him yeah. in the upcoming draft. You'll see a lot of his highlights mm-hmm. where he wonder, just wonder dominates people. Down. You want him? Nah. Defense is... Uh, in a nice little place right now. <laughs> Just be honest with you. Yeah. Unless you're a number one or number two, you're yeah. not getting him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, is you're correct. Not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is correct. And, you know, Titans fans are hoping they're picking last. Yeah. Heck yeah. Woo. Anyway, so it's been a good day. Enjoyed the conversations. What's uh, what's going on tonight, Slade? Um, what we got going on tonight? We I, have well, we have hard knocks with the cold. That's what which we is got. a much wa- must in. watch. Settle in on that one. Yeah, <laughs> Just settle in, there. relax. Three your after party coming up after us. Um, tomorrow, Lady Vols invade Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt has a great opportunity to play a top five opponent, um, the women, and see if they can get an upset. How about what Kelly's done yeah. with that program? Hey, man, really put her finger There was a lot of people that questioned that hire. A lot of people. I was one of them. You I, were. And, and listen, I'm not totally like, hey, don't give her that job. But right. in the back of my mind, like, oh, man, like, wasn't nobody man. else we could go get? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And she came in and, whoo, she did a makeover, man. They got players playing with each other, playing for each other, and playing for what the Lady Vols represent. So that's what's up, man. Support and salute. Fun to watch. All right, that wraps up this Wednesday edition of 3HL. Thank you all for joining in the conversation. We appreciate you. Love our listeners. Y'all are the best. Giving Buck a hard time. Thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for playing along with us. We appreciate it. Don't stop either. Keep no, <laughs> keep, keep at it. Mayor will be back tomorrow. Joe Hunk behind the glass. Great job, as always. And that's Ron Slay. We will see yeah. you tomorrow. Gone. See ya.